for me and so when I clap I'm only showing appreciation when I shout it is only an appreciation come on clap your hands and shout resurrected oh he would have been like any other master but thanks be to God you check all the religious leaders huh? every single one of them their graves is still intact and you have the immortal remains of the leaders of those religions still in the grave in Ghana some time ago we had a certain powerful somebody called Kung Fu Anoche. that man could do all kind of wonders and signs but and people thought Kung Fu Anoche would never die but today as we speak he's dead he said he was going to die and resurrect but he's still dead we are still waiting to see when he will resurrect but as for my Jesus before he died he told us and then he told us that on the third day he will come back to life again hear me child of God about 2,000 years ago he died and on the third day he resurrected that is why you have a reason to clap and shout and praise the Lord somebody clap your hands and shout hallelujah lift up your hands let's thank him this morning all your prayer is just father we thank you come on lift up your hands and thank him Lift up your voice and thank him. Lift up your voice and thank him. Can I hear somebody just say thank you to the Lord? Just bless him this morning. For all of his goodness, for all of your kindness, for all of your faithfulness, for all of your mercies you've shown us, for all of the goodness you've shown to us. This morning we are here to say thank you, Father. Somebody lift up your voice and thank you. Lift up your voice and Thank you, Lord, for your favor. Thank you, Lord, Father, for your favor and your faithfulness, Lord. We say we thank you, Lord. Before you take your seat, give somebody, give three people an elbow and tell them happy resurrection. Uh, I said, 
Say it. Let them hear it. Happy resurrection. Hallelujah. And this morning you are looking like angels. Wow. It is a blessing. To God be the glory. Father, thank you this morning. On this resurrection Sunday morning. As we share your word let a resurrection take place in every life in Jesus name we decree that the same power that resurrected Christ from the dead will quicken every spirit will quicken every soul and will quicken every mortal body here even those who are not here let the same power tra travel to wherever they are and quicken them in the name of Jesus Christ we give you praise and glory touch my lips and touch the hearts of your people in Jesus name somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen <laughs> hallelujah God bless you please be seated so this morning we have few things to do we will go before the Lord's table this morning and we will also have an anointing service this morning <laughs> Amen. The other day, somebody asked me, he said, Bishop, why do we have communion service frequently? And I told the person, the Bible says that as often as you do this. In fact, if we decide to do communion service every day, it is scriptural. Because it says, as often, as regularly as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. Can I hear somebody say amen? And he said, why do you anoint yourselves all the time? Well, it is a good thing to anoint yourself all the time. Do you know that David was not anointed once? The first time he was anointed in his father's house. The second time he was anointed before only Judah. And then the third time he was anointed before the entire Israel. Every anointing that comes on your life takes you closer to your throne. Those of you clapping, God is taking you closer to that throne. Somebody say a big amen. But this month is a month of sacrifice. Wow. And I'm always glad to talk about sacrifice. <clears throat> hey, Lady Aisha, who said I've not missed you? I've missed you, Papa. You're welcome. Let's appreciate her. Amen. But the word sacrifice is mentioned, if you check the King James Version, about 205 times the word sacrifice is mentioned. It, you see, this morning, as we celebrate the resurrection of Christ, one very important thing we are affirming is that he died. It is his death that gave us access to become what we are today. Amen? And that death was an act of sacrifice. And so in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 12 I'm going to move a bit fast 
this morning so that I can because this month we have quite some grounds to cover this month you will never be the same again please let your amen be louder this month your Christian life will rise to a different level somebody say amen again so in verse 12 he says now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead verse 13 verse 13 but if there be no resurrection of the dead then is Christ not risen verse 14 says and if Christ be not risen then our preaching and your faith is also in vain is your faith in vain listen to mama's testimony that is an act of faith when we see the acts of God it is an indication that indeed our God is a resurrected and a God that is alive yeah if you are clapping your hands clap it better amen he says here yeah. and we have found and we have found false witness of God that is if Christ did not resurrect because we have testified of God that he that he raised up Christ whom he raised not up if so be that if so be that the dead rise not verse 16 for if the dead rise not then is Christ then is not Christ raised verse 17 and if Christ be not raised your faith is in vain and ye are yet in your sins amen so the fact that you can even live above sin and we can even have a meaningful life is a very good indication that Jesus indeed is alive the Bible tells us that when he resurrected there are people who witnessed him and saw him in fact the Roman soldiers have to coin a story and say that let us say that at midnight his disciples came to take him away why because they did not want people to hear that he's resurrected do you know something anytime we talk about the death of Christ the devil is not too much worried even though he's really worried but when we talk about the fact that he's resurrected the devil is really shaking because that is the proof that the man had power to lay down his life and to take it up again listen to me our God is not a dead God oh you didn't I said your God is not a dead God he's alive forevermore somebody give him praise and thanks this morning hallelujah and so in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 2 Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 2 the Bible says and walk in love as Christ also have loved us and have given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savour. he says that we should walk in love as Christ has loved us it is the love that made him give himself as an offering people give offerings of things but in this case our savior gave himself as an offering for us and a sacrifice to God Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 I'm getting somewhere if ye then be risen with Christ 
seek those things which are above where Christ seated on the right hand of God set your affections verse 2 set your affections on things above not on things on the earth so when we talk about resurrection we see how that Paul was proving a point in Corinthians as we read that indeed Jesus is risen and then we see in Ephesians how he was making the point that the death of Christ was an act of love and an offering he gave himself for us and I love the way Ben I heard Pastor Ben say one day he said if we were the only person if you were the only person on earth Jesus would still have died for you ah you, you didn't get that amen which means that child of God when we talk about Christ died for us Christ died for us it becomes so general that sometimes you don't see yourself in it but this morning I want you to understand that it is you we are talking about it is me we are talking about Christ died for you if I was the only person on earth he still would have died for me because when he came to die he was not he was looking at the whole world but still he was looking at one individual thank God I am that individual and you are also that individual somebody say a big amen and clap your hands and give God praise amen so Paul is teaching us how to respond to that act of offering and love he showed us and he's saying that if we are risen with Christ you are not there though we are risen with Christ time will not permit to talk about that but Paul is saying that if we are risen with Christ then now seek the things which are above somebody say above you cannot be risen with Christ and your mind is still so earthly huh? yeah. and then he says that set your affection set your love set your desires on things above not things on the earth I've always told you it is the things of the spirit that produces the things of the flesh may your affection go beyond the earthly realm in the name of Jesus Christ so in all of this we are talking about we are talking about the ultimate sacrifice anybody could make for us and on Friday if you were here it was such a blessing Reverend Pani really dealt with the issue of the death of Christ and it was such a blessing let's give God praise for that wonderful word amen but you see sacrifice has a way of influencing every human destiny every human destiny is influenced by sacrifice either the sacrifice you make yourself or the sacrifice someone makes for you there are lives that have been destroyed not because you made a sacrifice but because somebody made a sacrifice on your behalf and there are lives that have become better not because somebody made a sacrifice but because another person did a better sacrifice for that person look at us today our lives are better because of the sacrifice of Jesus listen sacrifice has a way of affecting every human destiny may your destiny be affected for good in the name of Jesus Christ so what is sacrifice 
in the Hebrew, it is what we call Zevak. That is Z-E-V-A-C-H. Alright? I hope I pronounced it well. Which means to give up something of value to the giver. Something that is very valuable, you give it up. So, that is sacrifice. That is to give up something for something else. You are giving up something for someone else. You are giving up something. And it is important to know that all of Christianity revolves around sacrifice. Everything about our faith revolves around sacrifice. Without sacrifice, there is nothing like Christianity. In fact, take sacrifice out of Christianity. What you have is maybe worse than any other religion. Because, can I tell you the truth this morning? Every religion you see making progress in this world today, I'm not talking about just Christianity, has some form of sacrifice in there. You know our cousins? Huh? How many of you know our cousins? When I say our cousins, you understand? Yeah. Our cousins. See the way they bomb themselves. And the more they bomb themselves, the more they grow in number. Because the more people see that there is something these people could die for, the more people feel like, ah, maybe there is something good in there. Every religion is based on sacrifice. And our faith is based on sacrifice. But the death of Jesus was a kind of sacrifice that human beings detested. In fact, the Jews hate the cross. They detest it. In Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 22, the Bible says, And if a man have committed a sin worthy of death, and he be put to death, and thou hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night upon the tree, but thou, but thou shalt in any wise bury him that day. For he that is hung is cursed of God. So anybody who is hanged on a tree is cursed by God. That is how the Jews saw being crucified on the cross. So they saw Jesus as a cursed person. Why did they see him as a cursed person? And why did he allow himself to be seen as a cursed person? Because you and I were cursed. And for him to redeem us from the curse, he had to take our place. In actual fact, it should have been Raymond who should have been on the tree to pay for the curses upon his life. But he said, Raymond, Akosuya, Aqua, Ya, Jessica, stand aside. I will come and stand him. I don't have a curse. Let them, let them crucify me so that your curse is upon me and then you can go free. So the day he was hanged, he took the place of our curse so that you and I, we can go free. Ah, what a God we serve. Amen. So in Galatians chapter 3 verse 13, Paul says that curse is anyone who is hung on a tree. To the Romans, to die on the cross is a detestable thing. There is a great man by name Caesario and he made a statement that it was unacceptable for any Roman to be crucified on a cross. And he said it was the worst thing that could happen to anybody who was a Roman. In fact, this is how he put his statement. He says, let the very name of the cross be far away from every Roman. From every Roman citizen. Let the death 
or let the name of the cross be far away from you not only from his body but his thoughts his eyes and his ears a Roman must not even behold the cross twice it is a detestable thing that is what somebody had to say about the cross and yet our savior who was blameless chose that path why so that you and I this morning when he resurrects we can also resurrect with him wow this morning I came to say to somebody the price for your sin is paid for already ah you didn't hear me I said the price of your sin is paid for already the price for your curse has been paid for already the price for the curse has been broken already and you are free forever and ever somebody clap your hands and shout I am free forever so for us when we wear the cross to the world it is a symbol of shame but to us that is a symbol of our redemption the cross to the world is a symbol of shame but us who are born again it is a symbol of our redemption and our salvation and it is not only Jesus who hung on the cross he actually told us that we must also carry a cross which is to say that like it's, that the servant is not greater than the master so if he sacrificed then every follower of Christ must also live a life of sacrifice so in Matthew chapter 16 verse 24 Matthew 16 24 let me read from verse 23 and let me read the new translation NLT let me read the NLT the Bible says Jesus turned to Peter and said go away from me Satan you are a dangerous trap to me you you are seeing things merely from human view you are seeing things from a human point of view not from God's then Jesus said to his disciples if anyone of you wants to be my follower does anybody want to be the follower of Jesus come on talk to me church does anybody want to be a follower of Jesus if anybody wants to be my follower you must give up your you must give your own away all right take your cross and follow me if you try to hang on your own life you will lose it but if you give up your life for my sake you will save it and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul is anything worth more than your soul for the son of man will come with his angels in the glory of his father and will judge all people according to their deeds i tell you the truth some standing right now will not die before they see the son of man coming now so jesus was saying that if anybody wants to be his follower what you must do is to take up your cross and follow him in other words if you want to be his follower there is an element of sacrifice in wanting to follow Jesus following Jesus is not just about receiving miracles and breakthroughs alone there is an aspect of sacrifice and this month God is calling us to a deeper place of sacrifice so it is the cross 
that gives us redemption listen it is only at the place of sacrifice that we can say that there is a blessing ahead of us until you see the sacrifice you cannot see the next level of blessing until there is a sacrifice there is nothing called glory ahead the bible says that for the shame that was set before him he despised the shame and endured the cross because of the glory that was set ahead of him as you also despise the shame and you endure may the glory ahead of you become your portion in the name of jesus christ come on somebody let me hear somebody shout a big amen but satan hates the cross the devil hates the symbol of us of our faith he hates sacrifice and so in the garden adam told he told adam that you don't need to obey god this is the fruit take and eat it's too much to, to pay the price to want to obey you remember when jesus fasted 40 days satan appeared to him and what did he do he said you don't need to go through all the things you want to go through just bow down and worship i'll give you the kingdoms oh and jesus said no not so i want it the hard way then later peter was there and satan entered him and then he began to rebuke jesus for saying he was going to die and jesus said get thee behind me so anytime there is sacrifice coming the devil will always try to fight it and hear me child of god don't ever forget that what the devil hates about your christian life is not your prayer what the devil hates about your christian life is not the kind of christianity we have today the normal christianity the devil is okay with it as long as you go to church when you are free as long as you go to church and you pay tight when you have excess money as long as you only can do it when it is convenient for you the devil doesn't have a problem with you have you noticed that most of the times the day or the period you decide that this time i want to be more committed all of a sudden you see all sorts of attacks coming against you how many of you have noticed that before oh come on talk to me how many of you know that sometimes you say this year in fact i want to fast i want to really fast and pray and do some things for god all of a sudden you wake up in the morning that is the month your stomach will have more problems uh, is that correct why because what the devil is fighting is your sacrifice oh some say oh don't worry now that i have a job i'll be i'll be very regular at church all of a sudden then your boss increases your pay then you are happy then your boss says that for increasing your pay on sundays on sundays i need you and sometimes the devil will make you work hard saturday night by sunday by the time you wake up you feel so beaten and then you decide that oh as for sunday let me use it to rest listen anytime you choose to make a sacrifice to god that is when the devil will fight you very hard but this morning receive grace to overcome every power of the devil trying to stop your sacrifice can i hear somebody say a very big amen so the devil will fight your spiritual life he will fight your sacrifice he can make you lose your work just so that 
your sacrifice, you, the sacrifice you make in the house of God will go down. Sometimes he will bring all sorts of things your way. All because he wants you to lose the, the importance and your ability to sacrifice to God. So don't see it as a normal thing. Tell somebody it is not normal. No, I didn't hear. Tell somebody it is not normal. Don't see it as a normal thing. When all of a sudden, that when you started paying tithes, instead of receiving a breakthrough, all of a sudden, all the doors are closing. Do you know why? Because when the devil realizes that you are beginning to step into a level of sacrifice, he must come hard against you. Because if he doesn't come against you and you continue the sacrifice, he knows that very soon you are going to break through into another level. But I pray for you tonight. I, I pray for you this morning. May you never lose your sacrifice in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. And that is where I've done with my introduction. And I'm now going to preach my sermon in the next few minutes. <laughs> because, and my title, let me give you my title first. Going deeper with God. Going deeper with God. Have this at the back of your mind as I'm teaching for the next 15 minutes that what the devil will fight about you is your sacrifice. Hello? Tell somebody that for me. Let them hear you. You are closer to them. Tell them. What the devil will fight about you is your sacrifice. Yeah. Understand this from today. What the devil will fight about you is your sacrifice. When Jesus came on earth, if all he did was to heal a few sick, cast out devils, open some blind eyes, raise the dead, and finish and go, the devil wouldn't have had any problem. But when he died, the Bible says that the earth shook, rocks split, and people that were dead, they resurrected. Because once a sacrifice goes up to God, there must be a response. If you are clapping, it is a very good place to clap. I said once a sacrifice goes up to God, there must be a response. Sometimes when everything is silent, the only thing that is able to cause a sound is a sacrifice. And the devil knows that. So he will fight your sacrifice. Listen, I'm going to take you briefly into a journey on a journey in the book of Exodus. For 400 years, Israelites had been in captivity in Egypt. And everything was okay. They crossed 400 to 430. Then all of a sudden, God comes on the scene in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 16 and says, Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, had appeared to me saying I have I have surely visited you and I've seen the, that which is done to you in Egypt he says go and tell them that I have visited I've come down and I've seen what you are going through listen when God saw it he was now going to propose a solution to their suffering 
and the solution to their suffering was not going to be an easy solution. And listen to me, most of the times we say, oh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh just didn't want them to go. Pharaoh just didn't want them to go. We are going to learn the reason why Pharaoh didn't want them to go. Because you must understand that Pharaoh then was the, was the, was the, was the, was the world superpower. Egypt was the world superpower. And so he could have easily colonized or taken captive any other nation and used them to do whatever they wanted to do. But it goes beyond that. Sometimes there are some of you, God has come down. He has seen your troubles. He has seen your affliction. But beyond that, there is a reason or there is something you must do to enable yourself to come out of where you are to the next level. And that is not easy. Listen, that is why in church, we can preach about finances. We can anoint people for financial breakthrough. We can do everything. But in the same church, a very few people receive financial miracles. Do you know why? Because the anointing is easy. The preaching is easy. The prayer is easy. But there is another level called the level of sacrifice. As for that place, it is reserved for a very few people. Not everybody is able to get to that level. Where they say that I am ready to lay down my life on the altar for Jesus Christ. But this morning I came with an anointing to declare that in this church, the altar of sacrifice has been prepared. There are people in this house that are going to sacrifice their lives and God is about to make a way where there seems to be no way. Come on, clap your hands and shout a big amen. Recently, God showed me somebody in this church and I called a person because a person had come to see me about something and I, I was praying for the person and I prayed. One dawn, when I was praying, I just saw a vision and God told me, stop praying. And told, I heard clearly, tell the person to do this. In fact, the bottom line of what God was telling me was that tell the person to be more committed than he had been in the past. And that trouble will disappear. Now, <laughs> immediately I understood the level of demonic attacks that the person was going through. Because at a certain level, your prayer may not be enough. At a certain level, it has to take a sacrifice to allow to let the devil become fed up of you and release you to go free. And some of you, that is where you are getting to. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said that is where you are getting to. Any devil that held you captive this month, you shall go free out of their hands. And so in Exodus chapter 3, verse 18, the Bible says, and they hearkened and they shall hearken to thy voice and thou shalt come thou and the elders of Israel unto the king of Egypt and you shall say unto him the Lord God of the Hebrews has met with us and now let us go we beseech thee three days journey somebody say, this. somebody say three days into the wilderness that we may sacrifice somebody say sacrifice to our God so to God the only reason to allow them to go free is for sacrifice. The reason for your deliverance is so that you can sacrifice. It's so that you can serve God. And listen, this is what a lot of people don't get. God is not going to bless you simply because you have been crying. Am I preaching? Oh, come on, talk. Am I preaching? God is simply not going to bless you 
simply because your neighbor has bought a new car and you also need a car to prove to them that you too you can drive a car no God is not going to give you money simply because your children are suffering from kwashoko you are not the only one whose children are suffering from kwashoko God will not give you strength in your body just because you want to live long there are others who died younger than you you are not better than them the only reason why God will give you strength to live longer is so that you can sacrifice the only reason why God will bless you financially is so that you can live a life of sacrifice <laughs> am I talking to somebody this morning this morning if you understand sacrifice every closed door shall open for you in the name of Jesus Christ He says, tell them, God wants us to go. Go out of bondage so that we will do what? Come on, talk to me. So that we will do what? Sacrifice. God wants us to go out of poverty so that we will do what? We will sacrifice. If you don't understand this, you can remain in church for the next 20 years. Nothing will happen to you. comfortable then you are missing the point then you are missing the point why should God heal you why should God heal brother Kwesi and allow brother Kojo to die if you live for him he will make a way for you you see in, in this church there are some of you you are so financially committed not because you are rich but because you give sacrificially God cannot watch you go down in poverty because you see there are some people when God gives to them ah, church will never see them again some people when they buy a car ask somebody are you huh? my mic is breaking ask somebody are you the person some people if they buy, if they buy a Mercedes huh? if they buy a Mercedes some more ah they're better than you. They won't come here again. When they get to this place, they will just roll up, tint their glasses, and open the volume so that they can drive fast. Are you getting what I'm talking about? There are some people too, all their prayer is that God, if you should bless me, <laughs> your house, I will, I, will do, I, I will do things in your house so that more people will be saved. You think such a person, God will not bless I decree a blessing over such lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say a better amen. So in verse 19, he says, And I am sure the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. Verse 20, And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. Verse 21, and I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when you go, you shall not go empty. But the reason why they will not go empty is because is because what? Oh, come on, talk to me. Is because what? Please, do you understand my message? Is it simple enough for everybody to understand? 
yourself this morning what is the reason why God must bless me what power is the reason why you think that God bless you say pastor it's because I'm not there yet when I'm there no the little time God gave you you couldn't sacrifice it for his worship you say oh, pastor it's because I've not gotten money but the little one seed he gave you you couldn't make a sacrifice out of it receive the grace to sacrifice in Jesus name he says you shall not go empty verse 22 but every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and of her that sojourneth in her house jewels of silver jewels of gold and raiment and ye shall put them upon thy sons and upon thy daughters and ye shall spoil the Egyptians so you must understand at this point that God was saying that it is not right for you to go empty the reason is simple nobody must appear in his house empty and if these people were slaves and have not received salary and they were going to sacrifice what were they going to sacrifice so God had to give them favor so that as they go to sacrifice they will go with something have you noticed or let me ask you do you know that sometimes the reason why God open certain doors for you is because he wants you to go to another level and out of everything God does for you God has a portion in it I'm not just talking about money I mean everything when God gives you strength and health he has a portion in it when God gives you life he has a portion in it When God gives you a job, he has a portion in it. And that is why it is sad. When his portion rather now becomes his enemy, and what he should have gotten is what is now fighting him. God says, no. May that be far from us in the name of Jesus. In Exodus chapter 5 verse 1, and afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, that says the Lord, the God of Israel, let my people go. Somebody say, let my people go. That they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. So Pharaoh is saying, I won't let your people go. I don't, I don't care about who God is. But you must know, that there is something that will always make Pharaoh give up. That is when the mighty hand of God comes upon your life. This morning, that mighty hand of God has been released even through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You are going to receive power to go out of the hands of every Pharaoh in the name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands and shout, let my people go. Now, after some few miracles, Pharaoh now comes with a negotiation. And listen to this. Some of you are going to see yourself in this. In chapter 8 and verse 25, Pharaoh now says, He called for Moses and Aaron and said to them, Go ye, sacrifice to your God in the land. And Moses said, It is not me to do so. What Pharaoh actually meant is that, Go and sacrifice to your God in this land. Don't go out. Here, sacrifice. And that's what the devil does to a lot of us. So, you don't even need to go to church to 
you serve God. Have you heard that before? Oh, come on, talk to me. Have, have you heard that before? Yeah. Pharaoh said, oh, you don't need to go. Yes, in this land, you can sacrifice your God. And Moses said, no, that is not going to happen. And then he goes ahead to say, it is not me to do so, for we shall sacrifice the abominations of the Egyptians to the Lord our God. Lo, shall we sacrifice the abominations of the Egyptians before thy eyes, before their eyes, and they will not stone us. Verse 27, we will go three days journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God as he shall command us. Verse 28, and Pharaoh said, I will let you go that ye may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far. Did you see that? Come on, talk to me. Did you see that? Ask somebody, have you seen that? He said, I will let you go, but don't go far. I will allow you to serve God, but please don't go too far. I will allow you to go to church, but you can't do it regularly and consistently. I will allow you to give an offering, but don't give your best. Tell somebody, Bishop is talking to you right now. Tell somebody, we are talking to you. Come on, tell the person, he's talking to you, he's talking to you. Pharaoh said, I will allow you to go, but don't go far. There is an anointing release in this house. Listen, every Perez Zoeland member, we will not stay at the edge. I see us going very far with God. Come on, shout that amen like you are ready to go far. He said, oh, I will let you go, but don't go far. It's okay. God understands. And some of you, you are now convincing yourself that it is okay. God understands. Why I am not so deep? Me, I don't want to be a pastor. Who is talking about being a pastor? Who is talking about being, being a minister of God? No, we are talking about your service to God. We are talking about what the kind of life you are supposed to live for God. And it must be a life of sacrifice. The devil will always tell you, oh, you do it. Today is Easter, you can go to church. But next week, when the festival is over, it is okay, you can rest. You get too tired from Monday to Saturday. You are too tired. Sunday, why don't you rest a little? Why don't you rest a little? Hey! But tell the devil, I am not going to allow you. I am going very far with God. Come on. Can I hear somebody shout an amen in the house? Huh? Yes, you see? I understand. Bishop, God if he understands. The reason why I don't pay tight. I have too many financial problems. So the tithe asks for me, I don't really give 10%. I give something. Every month I will give God 20 CDs as my tithe. No, 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 no. Pharaoh is speaking to you. But today, allow God to speak to you. Moses said to Pharaoh, he said, Pharaoh, we are not just going to go and come back. We are going very far. I prophesy in this house. From today, any spirit that makes us stay at the edge not wanting to go far in our service to God. Let that power be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, I said, let that power be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout, I will go very far. Are you sure you are going very far? Shout it again, say, I will go very far. Say, don't, don't go too far. And then later on, he said, leave your sheep to indicate that you come back. 
Go, just go, you and your children, go. But leave your goods. And, and you see, that is another lie of the devil. And that is Pharaoh talking to you. They say, oh, you can just go to church. We just came to worship God. Giving is not compulsory. Who told you? They say, oh, you, you must serve God, but you know, don't go with your sheep. Don't go with your cattle. Don't go with this. No, that is a lie of the devil. Because God had a covenant of prosperity with them. If they go with their sheep and their cattle, if they slaughtered it and they sacrificed it, then now God will say, he will make a way where there seems to be no way. Because they know about their grandfather Abraham. When he went to the mountain and he took Isaac to slay him, then God said, now I know that you love me. Because of that, I will provide for myself a lamb. Hear me, child of God. Anytime you lift up one to God, God will give you a hundredfold in return. Anytime you lift up two to God, God will multiply it back onto you, pressed down, shaking together and running over. That is why the devil wants to keep you away from going with your sheep and going with your cattle. But today we are saying to the devil, uh -uh, it is not so. This month of sacrifice, I will sacrifice my life. I will sacrifice my body. I will sacrifice my finances. I will sacrifice my everything because it all belongs to Jesus. What do you have which was not given to you? Your strength was given to you by God. Your body was given to you by God. Your intelligence was given to you by God. Your wisdom was given to you by God. Serve the Lord with everything you have. He said here, O Israel, the Lord your God is one God. And you shall serve the Lord thy God with all strength, with all thy might, and with all thy wealth. Everything you have, serve God with it. This month, I prophesy, you are going very far. Oh, I said this month, I am going very far. I said this month, I will not leave my children behind. When I wake up to pray, my children must sacrifice their time. They must pray also. This month, I will sacrifice my money. I may have to walk from Tansoman to church. But whilst I am walking, God is making a way where there seems to be no way. Because sacrifice will open the door that was closed. I pray for somebody this morning. Receive grace to sacrifice to God. I said receive grace to sacrifice to God. Come on, I said receive grace to sacrifice to God. Somebody shout a big amen. Receive grace to sacrifice to God. I have not seen any sacrificial Christian who have ended up wretched. Not one. Not one. Listen, young people here, sacrifice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those days in circle. And up to today, I still do it. Listen, when I come to church, I used to live on people's handouts. Reverend Pani, when you are going on people, somebody's home. God bless you. God bless you. Apparently, I didn't know you know Margaret, did you say? Yeah. She was my mate in the youth. One of my very, yesterday she was telling me. Those days, they used to bless me. Before when I'm going home at Kaneshi under the bridge, I used to buy trophy. The day I buy trophy and I go and do Gary with it, it means that that day it is a blessing. Is somebody getting what I'm talking about? And anytime people will bless me in church, I just give, take out what I'm going to use for my trophy and my Gary. And the rest of the money, I take out my tithe. By the time I go to church the next day, I'm going to dump all the money into the offering basket. Several times, I will give that offering and I'll walk back home. And um, now the lady, the ocean lady in the gray hair, she used to live around our area. She was closer. But we used to walk together and we walk and continue home. It was not a one-day thing. I wasn't sacrificing two days. I wasn't sacrificing one year. It was my lifestyle. This is how I win my battles. It is a battle of sacrifice. 
Can I hear somebody shout yes? That is why I don't understand why. Because you don't have money, you are not able <laughs> to come to church. Even now, you say, oh, Bishop, I see you have cars. You change this car. Yes, I remember recently I came to church. I had forgotten myself. I gave all my offering here. And then when I was going, as soon as I sparked my car, I realized that I didn't have fuel in the car. Guess what I did? Around 37, I had to go to one of the fuel vendors and tell them, guy, you know something? I'm not a ruffian, but I don't have fuel and I don't have money to buy fuel. You know what I'm saying? Somebody shout sacrifice. Uh, I can't hear. I said shout sacrifice. For some of you, it is your only way. Only way. I said it is your only way to make any progress in life. So when the devil tells you that don't go too far, don't listen to him. When the devil tells you, you used to be an usher, you used to be a chorister. What changed? Those times when you were an usher and you were a chorister and you were a counselor and all those things, those times you were, you were a hustler. Now things are getting better for you small. So now you are showing guy, guy. No. Whatever God has done for you, it is just the beginning. Ah, I said it is just the beginning. Receive grace for the next level. Come on, shout a bit and receive it. Come on, clap your hands and shout and receive grace. Sacrifice. I said do what? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. What do you have to sacrifice? What will you sacrifice? Your time. When you sacrifice time, God will give you more time. Yeah. When you sacrifice your strength, God will give you more strength. See, see that man, that 90-year-old man, he had been a Christian. The one who celebrated his birthday some few weeks ago. Being a Christian. Yes, you know, happy for God. And look at him. And there are some of you, 35, 30, 28. When, when you do something small, you're waste. Listen, it is telling you that something is wrong. When you give your body to God, God knows that he must preserve this body because this body is what is used to serve him. When you give your money to God, God knows that he must preserve your finances. Hey, the generation of the upright shall dwell in safety. May your generations dwell in safety. I said, may your generations dwell in safety. Today, Resurrection Sunday, I pray for you. It is a day you make a covenant with God that this year, I will sacrifice my life to God. Receive that grace now. I said, receive that grace now. I said, receive that grace now. Somebody shout, sacrifice. Lift up your eyes. And stand to your feet and just talk to God this morning. And just receive grace to sacrifice. We are going to have an anointing service. And you are going to pray to God. Anybody came with your own anointing oil? Just lift up your hands and talk to God quickly. Talk to God. I receive grace to sacrifice. Oh God. Quickly. As soon as you pour the oil, start going around. Touch the oil and anoint yourself. And say, God, I receive grace for sacrifice. Anoint yourself. 
and receive that grace for sacrifice. Open your mouth and pray. Just talk to God. Say, God, I want to sacrifice my life to you. I want to sacrifice my everything to you. I want to sacrifice my everything to you. I want to sacrifice my everything to you. Lift up your hands and make it your prayer. Come on, make up your prayer. this is the new covenant in my blood as often as you eat and drink do so in remembrance of me listen to me this morning 
as you go before the Lord's table, every virtue in the body and blood of Christ, let it quicken your spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus. Can I hear somebody shout a better amen? amen? Amen. If your Christianity is going down this morning as you eat this communion, let there be a revival in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus. And so eat this communion today with the expectation that Lord revive my Christian life in Jesus' name. Father, I bless this communion. I ask that your power will flow through it as your people eat. Let them never be the same again in the name of Jesus Christ. Man, Amen. it is coming to you. Quickly, pick it. When you finish, then we eat it. When you pick it, just hold it. We'll eat it together. But whilst you are waiting to pick it, lift up your hand and say, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Church, let me hear you say, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Church, I can hear you shout, In the name of Jesus. In the name, in the name of, of Jesus. Jesus. I declare this morning. I declare this morning. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Revive my spirit. 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 Let the grace. Let the grace. To sacrifice. To sacrifice. Come upon my life. Come upon my life. Now. Now. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus. Quickly. 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 Take it. Quickly. In the name of Jesus. Let the grace to sacrifice. Let it come to you. The grace to sacrifice. The grace to sacrifice. Say in the name of Jesus. In the, in the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. As I eat this bread, as I eat this bread, I declare. I declare. Every sickness, every sickness in my body, in my body, come out. Come out. Any spiritual sickness, any spiritual sickness, fighting my spiritual life, fighting my spiritual life. I command you. I command you. Die. Die. Eat it. Take your wine and say this is the blood of Jesus. This is the blood of Jesus. As I drink this, as I drink this, a revival, a revival is breaking out. Is breaking out in my life. In my life. In my house. In my house. In this church. In this church. A revival. A revival is breaking out. Breaking out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Drink it. Put it down. Lift up your hands. Let me pray with you. Lift up your hands. Let me pray with you. Hey, Jesus. Listen, this month, eh, some of you, 
when the enemy mentions your name by mistake ah Ah, ah, ah. I said when, when your enemies mention your name by mistake Jesus. in any witchcraft meeting ah. Holy Ghost will strike all of them spiritually and it will manifest physically I don't like your amen. amen some of you the way you say amen is as if you know something about you know shout amen. Amen. amen the reason that will happen is because you are going to become too hot for the devil to handle you. Yes. Lift up your hands and say, I prophesy. I prophesy. My spirit is revived. My spirit is revived. I will live, I will live. a life of sacrifice. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, by taking in your body and your blood by faith, every sickness leaves your people in the name of Jesus Christ. Any chains that Pharaoh has put on your people so they can't go far in life. They can't go far in their Christian service. They can't go far in anything. This morning, by the power in the blood, the chains are broken. I said the chains are broken. The chains are broken. You free your people to serve God. Every spirit of slumber, every lethargic spirit, we command it to catch fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Starting from tomorrow, let closed doors open for you. I say, let closed doors open for you. Let God make a way for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive that blessing now in Jesus' name. Clap your hands and give God praise. Take out your second offering, everybody. Take out your second offering. Take out your second offering. And lift it up. If you took any envelope within the week, listen, you will put the offering in the offering basket. Alright? After you put the offering in the offering basket, then you pass and come to the altar and drop the envelope. Please, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Alright. So, so if you have any envelope, and I gave you envelopes within the week, and I said that that envelope, you want to sow a special seed for the month, all right? Those of you who didn't get any of the envelopes, I'm going to give you some right now. But if you have any other envelope, come and drop it on the altar as you give your offering. Father, in the name of Jesus, our hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. We are never the same again in Jesus' name. Amen. So God I give my offering like this and I drop my envelope on the altar. If they you are not If you are not here and you don't have any of the envelopes, please come for it. You want to sow a seed for the month for this month of April. You want to sow a special seed as God ministers to you. Reverend Pani, please help me with the sharing of the envelopes. You are not here. You want to pick Give me, give me this one. You are not here, but you want to. If you don't have the seed yet, you can bring it in the evening. If you don't have the seed here, you can bring it in the evening. How are you, my brother? Good. If you don't have it, you can bring it in the evening. How are you? Long time. If you don't have it, you can bring it in the evening. But any envelope you took 
in the course of the week, you can make it good. Amen. How are you? Yes. God bless you. Watch us take these envelopes from here quickly. Watch us, you can take these envelopes out. And if you have any pledge, especially for the stage, you can also drop that pledge on the altar. You made a pledge for the stage. If it is for the stage, don't put it in the basket. Come and drop it on the altar. Right? If it is for the stage, come and drop it on the altar. Those of you who came late, Mama Yosin gave a testimony. She said she gave a seat towards the stage and then that week she received more than 200 times what she gave. And then later on she came, she gave again. She said every time she gives, by Monday or Tuesday, God will multiply it and give it back to her. May that be the testimony of everybody here. Amen.